0: Thank you for listening to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Sign up to our Patreon to receive bonus content, live streams, and our weekly newsletter with money off books and museum visits as well. Plus early access to all live show tickets. That's patreon.com/slash we have ways.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices.
0: The American wartime and post-war emphasis on precision bombing and pickle barrel accuracy was for public consumption. The Americans wanted very much to distinguish themselves from the British and distance themselves from the RAF's area campaign. But these oversold phrases ought not to obscure the reality of American bombing in Europe. While there is no doubt that the Americans generally believed in and identified themselves with selective targeting called for by the industrial web theory, belief and practice were by no means one and the same thing. That's Tammy Davis Biddle, um, who we we spoke to.
2: Yeah, friend of the show, and she's show. completely brilliant. And she is at the U.S. Army War College yeah. in um, uh, in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Yeah, um, she's a a lovely person. I keep trying to get her to come to We Have Ways Fest, but for various reasons she can't come at the time. But promises she will. Yeah, um, and she's a leading world authority on strategic air power and
0: that's from rhetoric and reality in in air warfare which yeah is, which is
2: a which is a brilliant, an brilliant absolutely book. brilliant book and
0: in in that she quotes um historian richard g davis
2: yes he's he's and i should just 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 bracket this because yeah. the richard g davis book is is called um carl spatz and the air war over yeah. europe and it is it's a monster It it, yeah. it, it is a monumental work of scholarship. And and it's absolutely fascinating. And and it's been my regular kind of right. you know, Go bookshelf fellow to, yeah, yeah. for for well, many, many years. Well, he
0: he's the the, the the thing she quotes from uh, Richard G. Davis is the American airmen judged themselves by their motives rather than their results. Yes. And they wanted others to do the same. And I think that that's sort of at the I mean, in a way, that's the thing that's been that's the sort of football we've kicked around right from the start. Yeah. From 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 the you know, the thing the US Army Air Corps think tank, what it was essentially in the 20s and 30s, via these big personalities, yep men who talked about this, theorised about this, argued in bars about it, and in coffee houses, and in publications, and at the US Army Air Corps, and at the technical college, then being, technical school, then being given the opportunity to actually put these things into practice. Yep, And even by the end of the war, even in spite of absolutely everything they'd been through, and the diversions from that kind of ideological core of what they're trying to achieve, they come back to this idea that they're that they are precision bombing and that they are yep. not like the dirty, filthy bomber command yep. lurking spraying in the sh- it all over Well, the spraying all over the place, lurking in the shadows at night. There's something honest about bombing in daylight. Yeah. There? There's something yep. there's something you know, for some people, American that it, it answers some sort of uh, ideal of who Americans are and how they see themselves. Yeah, um, even in the event of total war. And of course this is North Europe we're talking about. We you, you gotta park what then happens in, in Japan and yeah. and uh quite how, how where square that particular square that particular circle. But that's not that's not the not the job of this series, because we're talking about No, and it's talking, not
2: the job of spats and doolittle and no, no, and, they're, they're, and all the rest of it. And yeah. care and co as the
0: war progresses
2: and as the dominance of, the, of of allied air forces takes root over northwest europe and again in their, their targeting of the reich these discussions about the morality of it and what they're actually trying to do and, and ideology yeah. versus reality and all this yeah. really really start to come to the fore and i think we should definitely have a look at that yes um, but but i think first we should just have a look at what actually happens the kind of sort of the narrative of what's going on of course because we left it on the eve of d-day d-day yeah. happens and the strategic air forces play a really really important part of that and of course one of those who's flying is our old friend burt styles um who, who describes the kind of fortresses all circling everywhere at dawn and yep. you know some seventeen thousand feet up over england he looks down and all he can see is fortresses yeah uh, uh, and just these hundreds and hundreds of them all working all trying to form up and every kind of layer there's a every sort of few hundred feet there's another layer of them uh, and and clouds dog the route across the channel but but as we know, the weather was terrible on on D Day. Yeah, but eventually there's the coast, and and Stiles and his crew are all thinking about the poor bastards down on the beach, and he writes, the planes would be over them and the ships would be behind them, but they had to go in alone. And I think that's such a nice line. I mean, he's absolutely bang on. Yeah. But the problems that the bombers have is is they over overshoot because everyone they're told whatever happens, don't bomb the invasion force. Yeah. But as we all know, you know you can be be as precise as you like but but you're not going to be very precise yeah. and and a lot of their uh, of the bombs even when they've got really really good conditions are not hitting the targets as close as you mm. can and when you're over a beach a coastline like that very easy to get it wrong so they overcompensate yeah and a lot of the bombs go inland but you know, I always kind of feel this is, again, this is one of these sort of slightly overblown features of D-Day because you've still got a hell of a lot of firepower out at sea. It's not exactly going to be helpful for the Germans to have the rear errors of all these positions on the coast. Yeah, bombed. I
0: mean, you're plastered one way or another. And and the sort of proof of the proof of the pudding is in the eating, isn't it? D-Day D-Day is is a success. I mean, yeah. the, the, the invasion is a success. This then means, at the, but at the same time, as well as the crossbow targets, oil starts to... The oil plan starts to... Sort of well, change. yes, because they've done the transportation yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, the, that has succeeded. They've yeah. they've destroyed every single yeah. bridge over the and Seine. And they absolutely have. They absolutely have. All yeah. these all these marshalling yards have been yeah. absolutely hammered. Yeah. And and you and I will remember looking at Harris's blue book in the yeah, RAF Museum in Hendon. But and looking it's at basically all that anywhere,
0: anywhere there's a, a set of points... And a it, railway. Yeah, gets, gets blasted.
2: It's, it's incredible. And you can see these photographs. You can see the scale of the damage. So mm. that's work. So now you absolutely can take your time... And and, and do the oil plan, which you've already been targeting. I mean, yeah. you know, that, that mission on the 28th of May that we ended yeah. the last episode, that was to hit an oil target. Yeah,
0: one of the interesting things about the, the, the you know, I, I, Ike says alright we're favourable conditions over Germany because it's summer after all so so a part of the big problem you can't see what you're doing has passed so the opportunity is to bomb with precision he says when we can't use it against crossbow so that so shows how prioritised crossbow yep. is he says alright aircraft industry oil ball bearings still in the mix I'm yeah. a big fan of the ball bearings <laughs> yeah. being in the mix I'm not going to <laughs> give up
2: my ball bearing it's, it's ambition really,
0: it's, it's, there's something there's something funny because, because ball bearings don't work without oil you don't need to go for the you know, I've always so you know cuz the i mean the tra- it's the tragedy of the of the of the Schweinfurt raids you know you 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 could take ball bearings out of that list and everything would be all right because after all i mean it's interesting isn't it the way that their minds are gradually c- coming in on the I- idea that oil is actually the actually the thing but yeah but they
2: are obsessed they obsessed with ball, ball, ball berries. Berries. Yeah. and they're just not going to be deviated yeah, from that that's right yeah
0: and then uh goering on the 9th of July um uh and they the allies know he's saying this' a deep inroad made into the deep inroad made into the supply of aircraft fuel demands a most stringent reduction in flying a drastic economy is absolutely essential so I mean it's that working it's working they chuck a ton of fighters up when they attack oil targets defenses are immediately diverted because the G- the germans know perfectly well how vulnerable they are yep. o- o- on this so um,
2: so, so you're, you're getting a you're getting a two for one from, from an ally point of view yeah, yeah but, exactly. but all this stuff i mean you know spots can say go and go and say and say look my old plan is working look what goering said but but I would argue having two and a half thousand bombers going over in a 24 hour period plus you know 1500 fighter planes collectively that's yeah, doing yeah. the job i yeah. mean yeah you can have all these emphases, yeah emphases yeah but but it's the smothering of it isn't it there's, yeah but, d- but this
0: as much as anything else goes back to what what the tammy davis biddle quote at the start yeah. here is that the, the americans are saying it's not just that we're um overwhelming yes. the skies we're doing we're, we're doing it precisely we're doing it precisely our, our intentions are the are, are the are the core and the key to what we're doing rather than the fact that we're simply smothering the place with bombs you yeah. know and and air, and, and airframes it's, it's a tumble of events in the summer isn't it yeah. because you you you've then you've then got the july plot and yeah. that and that that in itself and i think i think the 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 july plot plot is the, is the key to how germany then behaves for the rest of the war i think it's it, yeah. it, it, it it's the it's, I agree. it's the central event that explains why you know in the last episode we said this how do they not know they've lost well the july plot is the thing that means no one can address that anymore. Yep. It's gone. It's it's catastrophic the joy yeah. plot. Yeah, it is it? absolutely. It's absolutely... I'm looking forward to
2: uh, we're planning to do that later in the summer yeah. aren't we? And I am yeah. actually looking forward to getting stuck in on that.
0: It's almost the worst thing that could possibly happen.
2: Yeah. To Germany. I'm actually you quite know. down on stuff on <laughs>
0: Well, look with we'll that to look forward to later in the year, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. The Americans then there's another plan. I mean, and, and they're good at their names here, aren't they? Yeah. This is this is no Operation Fustian, Thunderclap. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but I think this is this is really really interesting because yeah. this is that the whole point of Thunderclap is to to, to just absolutely hammer yeah. Berlin, hmm. hammer Berlin, yeah, swarm it with, yeah. swamp it with. By night, by night and by day, by you know, two thousand bombers in a twenty-four hour period and fighter planes and just hammer it. Spats, spots is is really uneasy about this. Yep. He doesn't like it at all. But what's interesting is it is his staff within the US Strategic Air Forces in Europe. Yep. come up with this idea alongside the Air Ministry and the Ministry for Economic Warfare. Mm, yeah, set Europe ablaze, etc. Yeah, um, so. It never happens. Spot, Spot says, says, "I, you know, I, I feel uneasy about this. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't think this is good. This is not good for our kind of image and what we say we're going to do."
0: And I, and, and
2: I just turns around and just goes, whatever. "Well, I'm, I'm, you know, if this is going to hasten Should the end of the war. Do it. The whole point about thundercrap is yeah. this is to exploit the kind of the situation in Germany. You know, perhaps they're all ripe for implosion. Yeah. And you know, if we just do this and that'll, well,
0: 1918." everyone certainly the certainly the british are thinking in terms of 1918 and the july the july plot is a, is a clear indication there might be a revolution in germany yep. of one way or another the british since the start of the war have convinced themselves well, that on some level germany's a house of cards it'll fall in the yep. army won't put up yep. with it anymore under normal circumstances yes yes exactly <laughs> this, <laughs> this is, the, is, point. This is the point. but the july plot has made sure that, that that actually although they they're taking that as a signal of this Sort of fragility. The July plot is the thing that brings an end to the possibility of, of that
2: fragility. Of that fragility. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly right. Yeah.
0: So, so in August and
2: September, that you know resources are continuing to be divided between ground campaign. Um, you know, this is yeah. a bombing of Villa Vacage and things like that. Yeah. And, and and various other operations that they're pulled into Operation Cobra, of course. Yeah. Twenty fifth July, nineteen forty four. You yeah. know, Strategic Air Forces brought in that. Well, Eighth Air Force. Well, and then also and crossbow and, and, targets. Well,
0: and and and. Uh, Cobra is an example of if you get the bomb line wrong, yep. the thing they're desperate well, to try they and get it right all to... absolutely right to start
2: but yeah, off with. Yeah. It then the smoke drifts and yeah, and, and, and so. But this is a, but the, the thing. To, very precise. The
0: thing they're trying to avoid doing on D Day. Um, uh, exactly that. Exactly that. But
2: but also it 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 is yet another indicator for all your talk of precision daylight yeah. bombing. It's nothing like as precise as you'd like it to be. Yeah. And smoke. You know, Leslie McNair so gets killed as smoke.
0: A result. Smoke. The the result of the bombing. that you can't bomb without smoke. I mean it it, it but. The point is, the the point is that, that they can mount these sorties, like that, and deliver hammer blows wherever they want. Yeah, it is, is, is the truth.
2: Seventy-two thousand small-scale bombs they dropped, didn't they, on on that? Yeah. So the whole point was to not churn up the ground. Fragmentation bombs. that's yeah. what they had. Yeah. yeah. God, I'm at seventy-two thousand.
0: If you're Eisenhower and the air guys have said, look, we we can we can bomb precisely, we can deliver. Tons of ordnance, to whatever lads. you want. What else are you gonna? You're gonna say, "Crack on, then, lads." Anything to shorten the war. And after all, the whole like, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? That that distinction of, about with thunderclap it, 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 is that Eisenhower's going anything to shorten the war. The whole point of air power is the idea is that it shortens the war. Yeah. That was its initial selling point. So they they're they're hard pressed to to say, "Well, you got that wrong." I'm afraid.
2: Well, uh, e- e- even in in February 1944, Spock yeah. thinks as uh, as does Harris that they can they, still they can do it. bring it. They can a
0: bomb, result. Bomb Germany to submission. Yeah. Yeah, they, but how of... he's
2: going to do that, just precisely, I don't know. <laughs>
0: anyway. Yeah, they're also moving uh, supplies around for ground forces, so that you know, they, 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 it's round-the-clock flying as well as bombing.
2: And they have to do this because of the oil crisis, yeah. because they, the fuel crisis, because because of the shells and all the rest of it. Because yeah. they because they've overreached. You know, they yeah. they they're on that. They never do reach their culmination point, okay. but they're on
0: the cusp of it. Yeah, all the time, to- all the time. And uh, uh, fans, regular fans of the podcast, will be delighted to know that Doolittle regards Market Garden as having cost him. Four four major raids and two minor bombing missions. That the diversion of effort. Yeah, I mean it's nothing, isn't it?
2: I mean, I mean that's the way that's presented is what a massive cost. Yeah, but, but I'm thinking, so what?
0: Yeah, yeah. Fine. Doing it, if it, that's
2: it, all it is, then great. Yeah. yeah exactly. Why don't you do more then?
0: Yeah, and they're putting a thousand bombers and a thousand fighters into the. Air every single every day every
2: day pretty much it's every incredible. day yeah, it's in incredible yeah i mean obviously not every day most days there, yeah. they're, they're, that is a regular occurrence yeah.
0: and then at the, in september um there's the real the great reorganization yeah
2: that, so those formal obligations shape yeah. end yeah they're, they're no longer having to support this great undertaking operation yeah. overlord um and they can go back to doing what they what, what they're supposed to do yeah designed to do
0: and, and in the meantime and in the meantime they've become even more powerful and and although we i mean we have we've been pretty scathing of the of the precision thing that they're still they are getting better at it they are getting better better better, navigation aids and and, and, bomber command particularly that's yeah they're
2: getting really really good you know but but bomber cod is is more accurate at bombing than than eighth air force by this point and the interesting thing is is of course the relinquishing of 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 control by eisenhower then prompts yet another round of debate you know it's so completely predictable you know harris wants to keep on flattening cities spots wants to continue on the oil plan Tedder wants to extend the transportation plan into Germany itself. They're all arguing about it, but actually, they just carry on. They 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 just all do the same thing. thing Let's do all of it. Let's do all of it. It doesn't have have to be.
0: It's it's the and this is the thing. It's it's not an either or. Given how we've talked about the fact, the Americans are more concerned with sort of the public consumption of what they're doing, or 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 as concerned with that as much as anything else. Their intentions are what matter. Is Harris right? Is the most efficient use of bombers in the end area bombing? I don't know, to be honest, because I, I, I think, I think the most efficient
2: use of bombers is to do everything. Yeah. I think it, absolutely you want to hit synthetic yeah. fuel plants. Absolutely yeah. you want to hit the transportation network. Absolutely you want to flatten cities. I mean, th- there's no question that if you're flattening a city, that's really inconvenient. You know, there's a reason why a city <laughs> is a city. <laughs> yeah. It's because it's a hub. Yeah. You know, that's where roads meet. It's where. So it feeds into, where,
0: So hitting a city does feed into the American idea of industrial webs. The pragmatism of actually what it's like bombing in northwest europe with the challenges of the, the air defence systems and all that sort of stuff
2: but 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 if you think so, about well, the, well, about the the mock um yeah. a um air plant outside leipzig it's yeah. not in leipzig yeah. it's in a big stretch of yes. open countryside in the middle of nowhere yeah. you don't need to hit the you don't need to hit leipzig you need to hit the Mokau, you have to find it, though, and you find it, and and all it gets the more thing. difficult. You know, wh- where do all these workers live who, who are f- in these factories, mm. you know, and, and manning the Reichsbahn, organising cargoes yeah. and taking stuff off railway wagons? They all live in cities. Yeah. So if you destroy the cities and kill lots of them, then they can't do that. And you've yeah. got to find someone else to do it. So yeah. it's it's all part and parcel of, of a bigger thing, which is you've got air power, you're trying to preserve the lives of your own young men from your own nation, whether it be mm. Britain, the Commonwealth, yeah. United yeah. States, Canada, whatever. The science and the data does not support any one
0: Anyone plan. Way of doing it, they,
2: yeah. th- th- they all have merit. Area bombing is obviously much more brutal, mm. as has been made repeatedly clear to the Nazi high command. If you stop the war, this stops. This stops. Yeah. It's it's very I mean, very the, simple. The thing equation. is
0: also the, the the thing is, I mean, the other thing is is there's no what if. Um, there's no controlled experiment uh, at any point in this. You know, Harris doesn't say, all right, then for, for 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 three months, I will bomb only synthetic oil and we'll get to find out the difference. Asking the question of is Harris right? We can't we can't find an answer because that because he, he, he doesn't try it. So there's no there's, there's no way of no way of investigating that, is yeah. there? And the Americans in the end, for all their talk of precision, are essentially area bombing a lot of the time because. They can't help it. They can't help it. There's nothing else you can do. You,
2: you, could, you could be precisely trying to, yeah. to hiss a marshalling yard. precisely
0: bombing the wrong thing. Yeah, exactly. So there's a new bombing directive in, on the 25th of September, um, which is to say, you know, out yeah, of the old bossing the bossing with the, the news? Same, yeah, same yeah. thing. justification
2: of the German war effort. All the rest there of There is, however...
0: No mention of ball bearings. <laughs> no, they have
2: finally, finally gone. they have finally off. Them. All right, okay. We'll, right, leave, we'll yeah. leave the ball bearings off so this
0: time. So priority... I mean, it's interesting because there's a the first priority, which is one thing, and then there's a the second priority, which is three different categories. Yes. So, I mean, it's a piece of bureaucraties. It's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First priority, uh, one, petroleum industry with special emphasis on petrol, gasoline, including storage. Second priority, German rail and waterborne transportation systems. Three... So this is three of... T- t- so the one is petroleum. Yes. and then Two is a
2: German rail, and but, waterborne, waterborne transportation system. But, but two
0: systems. is part of the second priority. So, yeah. so there's one, one, and then there's yep. two, two. Yeah. Uh, two, three, tank production plants and depots, which is interesting, ordnance depots. Um, four, MT, uh, motor transport production plants and, and depots.
2: So basically... Exactly the same as before... It- with Spots and Tater both able to do yeah. transportation plan and oil plans concurrently. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and if you want, you can get ball bearings out of that if you want.
2: And but and, and of course the <laughs> the big thing is is that Spots knows that his window to do Precise um, air commas. is closing attacks. really quickly because of the weather, because well, it's autumn, 20, because the days twenty fifth is
0: past the equinox, so the the, the, yeah. the six month frame of, of of daylight is is, is ending. Uh,
2: and this is the crucial bit. And this, as we're getting into the winter, this whole debates about precise bombing, precision bombing yeah. as opposed to area bombing, start really coming to fore again because Eighth mm. Air Force is only able to launch three completely visual attacks on oil targets in October. So it can attack, it can do non visual, which is H two X. Yes, and so. And so and, and and statistics are starting to emerge. You know, analysis, data analysis. Yeah. Uh, and what they discover after the war there is yeah. then a fervor which is the the um, the United States Strategic Bombing Survey, which is an exhaustive look into this. And, and of course, the results are incredibly disappointing. Yeah. Just as they were with the Butt Report in June 1941. Yeah. Uh, and they show that only two point two percent of bombs dropped during fifty seven precision raids on synthetic fuel plants hit damageable buildings and equipment and eighty seven point one percent spread over the surrounding areas yeah yeah
0: I mean they are relying on spears people for a lot of that information aren't they after the war so there's a there's a there's a little sprinkle of spear going actually I did an amazing job despite everything you yes. everything you did to me but 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 yeah i mean th- th- those are those are those are not good figures, are they? Um, well, they're not. They're not great, but but but
2: that doesn't mean say so that they're not kind of you know their, their efforts are hitting home because yeah. they, they 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 clearly are. But of course, the new crisis that is now emerging in 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 the end of nineteen forty four, beginning of nineteen forty five, we had the crisis a year before. The crisis was all about: Are we going to be able to get to Overlord? Yeah. It yeah. Was, there was no mention of precision targets. No. You know, no. this is just not a debate. The, the debate about precision bombing. Only comes to form now that you've got a thousand bombers every day to play with and a thousand fighters, and you can kind of you know you're arguing the toss over the target. Uh, and, uh, and the can you get to the target? And
0: the end is in sight.
2: And the end is in sight. And and, and what are you trying to do? And one of the problems they have that they increasingly have to use um, H two X, which is yeah. a sort of variation of the, of the of the of the British ground mapping radar.
0: Yeah. The truth is, they're not as good at using it because yeah. they haven't been relying on it. Yeah. And they don't have. They, they, and when they first take it on, they don't have any faith in it. You've also got a load of people who don't like the idea that they're that they're not clapping their eyes on a target. So they send their so they, they send their yep. worst crews to be trained on it. They don't take the training as seriously, and that's a that's a year previously they start with H two X, isn't it? But by the by this point, they absolutely need it. They absolutely do, and of course, whereas Bomber
2: Command has been using it since 1943, hmm. and their crews are trained up to use it, and it's an absolute given. So it's it's. There's no mystery about it. There's no kind of sort of feeling their way with it. They they've done all that, yeah. and so this is this is the irony of the whole thing that, that that Harris is still going on about. We can't be precise, but is actually being precise. Yeah. Whereas Eighth Air Force is 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 continually saying we only do precision bombing, but it's becoming less precise. And and that's so it amounts to the same. So it, it amounts it to the same thing, but the same they're, thing. they're they're wrapping up in a different way. And and it's interesting because of a hundred forty-eight thousand eight hundred seven ton bomb. Tons of bombs dropped between the first of September 1944 and the, f- and the 31st of December 1944. 81,654.
0: So, what's that? It's more than half.
2: More than half.
0: R H two X guided. R H two X guided. Yeah. yeah. Of that, only
2: 674 tons got within 1,000 feet of the aiming point. Yeah. In other words they're area bombing they are absolutely area yeah, bombing yeah yeah. you can wrap it up however you like it but yeah. that is what is happening
0: so um bomber commander area bombing uh precisely and uh the eighth air force
2: are precisely bombing, precisely in-, bombing, bombing an in an area, area. way yeah. yeah 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 that's exactly how it is
0: i mean it's it, it, it's interesting isn't it because because the 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 are the, the bomber command have got much more sort of tied up in what kind of ordnance they're dropping and all that sort of thing and and can drop more bombs too yeah, they, because they've got big, bigger bomb bomb capacity that, that yep. they're able to deliver more, more to the target. Well,
2: bomber command drops just just a sniff under a million tons of bombs on Germany alone. God, eighteen thousand tons of bombs on by the Luftwaffe on Again, London. How
0: do they know they? How do they not know they've lost? I mean, it's testament. And that's before you
2: do the kind of six hundred thousand, whatever it is, yeah. tons of bombs that the Americans. Yeah. I mean,
0: you, you. I mean, it's it, it's testament to how wrong people like Duet were that the, the population will rise up and overthrow its government yes. if it's yeah, treated yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, no, that's, for, that's for sure. Um, and, and after all, he's the guy that set a lot of this thinking in motion. Although they're bombing through cloud, they can do what they like. They can put planes up whenever they want, go they where can. they want.
2: But this is my point. So this is the this is the the, the crisis of of. The autumn of nineteen forty four, the fall of nineteen forty four. It's no longer about long range fighters and will you will you be ready for, for overlord. It's just about morality. Yeah. Morality of what they're doing. Yeah. Because the scales are now so huge. Yeah. And and, and they can roam at will to a certain extent. I mean yeah. entirely. Of course not. I mean, try saying that to a guy well, yes, who was so, on a B seventeen yes, in of course, November nineteen forty four. But but yeah. you know, so I don't want to sound glib. Yeah. But but the the truth is 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 that the data they do have shows that forty two per cent of the bombs drop supposedly precisely fell more than five miles from the target
0: that's butt report stuff isn't it but But,
2: but they have the capacity now to do precision raise if they need to yeah you know these these you know it is interesting that i mean i remember going to the synthetic fuel plant in in perlitz up in um what is now poland and that was absolutely destroyed but that was destroyed by a combination of of eighth air force and 617 squadron yeah if you look at the valentin submarine pen u-boat pen that was built. Outside Bremen, yeah, that was destroyed in April 1945 by 617 Squadron. Yeah, you know that is that is huge when you're on the ground, but it's not when you're at 20,000 feet. No, no, no. no. But and the they actually hit it on the
0: nail. But the but because they're attacking because they're because they're attacking. I mean, after all, the synthetic oil industry in, in Germany is an incredibly vulnerable thing because you do actually need. You can't disperse it, can you? It's not like fighter production yeah. where you can you, you know you can build a wing wing one place, engine somewhere else, stick them together in a you know another location. Germany's incredibly vulnerable, but also because it's coal, you know, that they're making the oil from. There's a du- there's a double vulnerability with attacking railways with with, with the oil plan, isn't there? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so they dovetail perfectly. This is yeah. a,
2: this is a the point. There's, there should be no debate about transportation plan versus oil plan. No, you just have you have a transportation plan and an oil plan, yeah. and you run them concurrently. And yeah. There shouldn't be any issue with that at all. Right? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I don't think I don't think there really was. I mean, yeah. you know, Teller and Spots are talking to each other all the time. Yeah, the, the, there's no there's no issue here. But but you know, as John G. Davis, this guy who wrote this monumental book on Spots and the and the strategic air war. You know, he, he, he points out that, you know, what they're doing because of the weather, they're hitting marshalling yards instead. They're hitting them very well. But a, but a well-hit marshalling yard also means an incredibly well-hit city. Yeah. Because yeah. of these variations, because you can't be as precise as you'd like
0: them to yeah. be. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you're putting 300 bombers onto one marshalling yard, the, the idea that they will all hit it a- accurately is sort of, it's, it, it, it's, it's absurd, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Um. I mean, you, you. I mean, you can. You can see why the cruise missile is the answer to this problem, isn't it? Fly down someone's chimney, basically. Take out. A yes. Except, of
2: course, you know, they. Except they miss two. They miss two, and they're incredibly expensive, and you yeah. run out of them, and then you just go back to the old ways, which is yeah. exactly what's happened, you know, in Ukraine. Yeah. Ditto in Gaza City, which has yeah. just been systematically yeah. destroyed. Yeah. I mean, the the moment your targets are, are in a city, you can precisely hit that that tower block, but you're still mm. destroying it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Even today. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back for um, the return to Berlin. Welcome back to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Um, uh, Jim and I there, I mean, we've been quite despondent then, weren't we?
2: A little bit, yeah. We need to put things up a bit, don't we? But I don't know how we're going to do that actually, because it's
0: it's <laughs> it all a bit gets, grim. It just gets worse. It just worse. But also, this is the sort of airman's dream, isn't it? That you that you can roam the skies at will, hit what you want. Um, you've you've defeated the Luftwaffe essentially. You know, you can't really make an effort anymore. It's um, it it's all going according to plan, isn't it? Is it? the is the the bitter business of this this phase of the it, war,
2: it, except that the Germans still aren't surrendering.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
2: they go back to Berlin. Yeah. Finally, on the third of, of February, nineteen forty-five, and this is very much a kind of resurrection of the thunderclap idea, yeah, yeah. Um, which is this idea that you just smother the target of a huge amount, and and it's a massive raid. Yeah. One thousand four hundred and thirty-seven heavies dispatched, of which one thousand three hundred and seventy effective. I mean, yeah. Uh, the idea is to really shock. The population, but but there is a sort of feeling by now that the the the, the population of Berlin is so done in anyway,
0: well, unshockable now. But unshockable, unshockable are they? Yeah. Are oh, you going to bomb us? Are you? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. And anyway, the Red Army's coming. Yeah. You know, a German civilian might feel like bigger fish to fry, actually. But well,
2: well, yeah, I guess so. And and uh, the other thing that I think is really interesting is when you look at those sort of desolate pictures of Berlin at the in, in sort of you know end of the war and you, and. They're shocking. Actually, you can get those historic um, aerial views of, of Berlin on, on Google Maps. That is not the result of the Red Russian Army. Red yeah. Army. That That is a result of Bomber Command and indeed the 8th Air Force as yep. well.
0: And then, of course, most infamously, notoriously, I think is probably the right word. There's Dresden yep. um, uh, on the 13th, 14th February, um, which is which is that's where Bomber Command come over. Yeah. Bomber Command d- d- um, create a firestorm. Eighth Air therefore, so there too with H two X bombing the marshalling yards, but you know the marshalling yards, the marshalling
2: yards in the middle of the city, hit the marshalling yards, hit the city, and they return again on the fifteenth and on the second of March. Yeah, and the reason they do so is because the Soviet Union is asking them to do so repeatedly because it's a major rail hub. You know, Dresden is is the um, from from Dresden German troops go to south to the, to through the Brenner Pass into Italy, um, and they go east into the southern eastern front. I don't think anyone could ever argue that Dresden is not a legitimate target. It's just that the conditions are perfect for bombing and just as yeah. they were on the the, the, the crucial night for the bombing of Hamburg and just as they the look came over on Coventry. Yeah. And everything, everything worked. Works. You know, Tammy Davis Biddle right, writes this great line. She goes the attack on Dresden was at once routine and exceptional. It yeah. was routine because it was just yet another city, another martial yard yep. they were hitting. It was exceptional because of the scale of destruction. You know,
0: this is the point at which the tempo of bombing is that it, it, it's a different town every day and it's yep. it's, it's sort of Dresden's turn. And they have bombed it before. That's the other thing. It has mm-hmm. been bombed before. On the 17th of February, you get, you, you actually get, and this is really, really interesting because it because it goes to the heart of what within the bomber people, a, a reporter for Associated Press says that Allied air chiefs had made the long-awaited decision to adopt deliberate terror bombing of German population centres as a ruthless expedient to hastening Hitler's doom. And that sort of
2: yes, and this is this is on Associated Press, which means it's one of these ones that um, gets gets it's on the wire service, so everyone yeah, gets it. Everyone yeah. gets it. So yeah. it's, it's, it's it's absolutely everywhere, widely cir- circulated. Arnold and Spots go mad at this. Yeah. We're not
0: doing terror bombing. Well, I mean, or are we? Or are we? Or oh, or? <laughs> it's, it's just the wrong word. It's the wrong word. Yeah. Could yeah, we not yeah. call it that, please? But of course, the, the um, Goebbels leaps on that, puts an extra zero on the casualty figures, and because it's twenty five thousand people, probably. He, did, he always says one
2: hundred twenty thousand.
0: Well, he goes up to a quarter of a million in, in Does uh, he? Uh, his press release. You know, he put, sticks a zero on the end and says says uh, 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 how how you know it's a, it's a it's it's Terror bombing of the of the of the first order, mm. um, and the the Americans getting themselves in a tangle, saying no, we we, we didn't do that, and, and you know they have deniability, haven't they? Which is the bomber command to do the firestorm, so yeah, Americans can point the finger, which is the the the, the, the part of the story of what's happening as the war comes to end. Which is interesting, though, that at the same time in Japan, the switch is to firebombing shortly. Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely, uh, and so you, yes, there's sort of double
2: standards going on, and, and no consistency, and yeah. you know there is no one rule on this, and no no, no one strategy on this, and that that's what I think is so interesting, you know, and then then it's having then sort of desperately tried to sort of send out another message, going you know we don't do terror bombing, we don't do this, <laughs> or, you know we don't do terror raids, what we do is precision daylight bombing. Yeah. They then start taking the lead, or Eighth Air Force, and Fred Anderson, who's the commander of Eighth yeah. Bomber Command, then take the lead of Operation Clarion, which is a plan to disperse. Thousands of bombers and fighters all across Germany, all at once, to bomb and strafe transportation systems. Yeah, you know, but obviously they can justify that because, they say, yeah, but we're doing
0: it precisely. So it's, it's being fine. done precisely. Yeah, a dollop of hindsight here, but they knew perfectly well what they were actually capable of at this point. It's it, 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 they're not saying we're doing it precisely because they think they're doing it precisely. They're saying they're saying it, aren't they? they yeah, they they, they, they know. The crews know. I mean, the crews in particular are not are not comfortable with a lot of this um, radar guided bombing, are oh, they? They don't like it. They right. don't, they're unhappy about it, precisely because of the message about precision. They're, they're, yep. um, it's a, it, it, although these these sorties are much safer. There's all, I mean, there's always a morale problem, isn't there? There's always a morale problem because yep. it's so bloody dangerous. Yeah. Horrible.
2: Yep. They return to Eighth Air Force returns to Berlin again. Yeah, twenty sixth of February with one thousand two hundred and seven heavies dispatched. Incredible. So that, almost a year f- from the first one. Yeah. and then you know, then it's kind of they're, they're starting to wind down after that. Continuing doing transportation targets, oil targets throughout March nineteen forty five. Um, but again, the point where the where the troops are getting so far forward, you don't need the strategic bombers anymore. It's yeah. so clear that, that that's the end. You can you can finally call to a halt. And on the 16th of April, Spot sends a directive to Jimmy Doolittle and to Nathan Twining of the 15th Air Force in in Italy. And he says, says, the advances of the ground forces have brought to a close the strategic air war waged by the United States Strategic Air Forces and the Royal Air Force Bomber Command. It has been won with a decisiveness becoming increasingly evident as our armies overrun Germany. From now on, our strategic air forces must operate with our tactical air forces in close cooperation with our armies.
0: I'm always I'm always wary of saying, well, the war's about to end anyway. I'm always, because obviously no one knows that. They don't know if there's another month in it, three weeks, two months, six months, do they? Yep. But, I mean, you're over the Rhine by this point quite comfortably. Yep. Um, uh, uh, the Red Army is just about to, to um, uh, go for Berlin. Yep. So so really, the war. I mean, it's different. It's because Dresden. Very often, with Dresden, people say, "Well, the war was about to end. Early. Why do they bother? It's February." Well, were, but but that's February to May is a long enough gap. But this is this is basically, this
2: what? Well, and they're acknowledging that, aren't they? Yeah, they're yeah, saying, you know, yeah, we'll yeah, do. To, to, you know, yeah. if, if the ground forces us to hit something, yeah. then we'll hit it. But yeah. but basically, yeah. kind of, you know, smashing cities. We've 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 done it. there's nothing left to hit.
0: Yeah. Basically, bombing rubble.
2: You know, you've hit sixty-one cities yeah. in Germany of over. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things
0: I think one of the things I think that, that 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 sort of really really becomes clear when you look at the air war like this is the extent Germany was was destroyed. The was country destroyed. was destroyed yep, completely. I mean, it, it, uh, uh, I don't know if you're if you were born in 1920, um, the, 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 you, I don't know you have a one in three chance of him being killed in in combat one the when we something like that in germany but Germany in order to defeat germany they've had to i mean it, 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 there's there's no like this this is this isn't a negotiation is it there's, there's no. there aren't there aren't there are no there are no peace talks this is about completely destroying the place isn't it Totally destroying it, which takes you a long way from the sort of industrial web way of looking at bombing. That all you've got to do is hit the nodal points, and yep. if you do for the oil or the bearings, you know. And,
2: and, and you know, the truth of the matter is, is, is the Reichsbahn finally does implode in February, yeah, forty-five, and and uh, at that point, you know, it is it is game over. I mean, it yeah. is just. I mean, it was game over a long time before, but it's yeah. really game over. Yeah. They can't really do anything more. But, but I think it's worth just just mentioning what happens to the the Hundredth Bomb Group because we started this yes. whole series with them. Yeah. Um. So, um. Good to kind of see where they finished up. Um. And they've been kept going all this time. Yeah. You know, th- the originals have all gone, obviously. I've rotated back the very few that made it out um, or in prison of war camps. Um, there's a whole other story about the Eighth Air Force as well, personnel who having to do yeah. these huge marches and stuff, yeah. which actually Don Miller's book goes into in some yes, detail yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Very, very kind of movingly and as And I well. think
0: there's there's going to be some of that in Master of the Air, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the 100th Bomb Group, who operating from four Abbots, as we were mentioning, right in the first episode on the Suffolk-Norfolk border, but just inside Norfolk, their last mission is on Friday, the 20th of April, 1945. Um, and it is to Oranienburg, which is where that Heinkel factory is. Yeah. Uh, right next to Sachsenhausen. Yeah. Concentration camp. Um, uh, and although there's no air operations at all on the April the 19th, the noose is definitely tightening around yeah. the Round Nazi Germany at this point. General Eisenhower is declaring that the German armies are tottering on the threshold of defeat. The Russians reported at the gates of Berlin, uh, while American lines are only 45 miles from the Russians. Um, an Allied broadcaster slave laborers asked them to stay where they were for in a few days the gap between the armies of liberation from the West and from the East will be closed. So that's the kind of sort of background to this last mission on the twentieth of April. Twenty nine crews are seated in the Friday morning's briefing. So again, that again shows you the scale of just the bomb groups has gone yeah. up. Instead of kind of a dozen or thirteen ships, yeah. it's it's now twenty nine. The hundredth is going to be flying to Ranniburg, some seven miles north of the centre of Berlin, and they're First priority visual is going to be the marshalling yards, and then the uh, engine test beds at, at Recklin in Germany. So actually, not the Heinkel works at all. So commanding the hundred this time is Major Stivers. Uh, uh, I just, you know, he's not even a glint in the Miltman's eye back in. in I know. Kind of I mean, the thing know, is, August nineteen forty-three. An
0: aircraft, aircraft testing bed, engine testing bed. What's the point? What's that point? They, they might get, they might get an engine ready in the next fortnight. Yeah,
2: but you know, they might as well. Yeah, they might as well. 29 aircraft airborne by 06:15. They head over there. They're absolutely fine. I mean, you know, the the bombs away at 10:14.
0: Well, I really, I mean, I really hope no crews were lost for an engine test bed. Well, in the last fortnight of the war, I mean, you know, yep. The rally point
2: made good after the after the bombing. After eight hours in the air, all all ships returned. Ernest Koble's ship, uh, which has returned early because of his number three engine being out, is the only only issue at all
0: so that crew doesn't get they don't get a sortie credit yeah, it's like what so
2: bombing results excellent aircraft lost zero crew yeah. lost zero and then five days after that it is the final um heavy bombing mission by the eighth air force in the second world war yeah. in world war Two. which is a series of raids on the skoda works at pilsen which is a hell of a long way actually no, that's I mean, a long way long, long, you know checkers yeah. of and smaller yeah. targets in australia so this is this is now a tactical, not strategic mission, requested by the ground forces. It's mission number 968.
0: Bloody hell. And they, they do take... I mean, six bombers are shot down. And one of those
2: taking part, one of those bomb groups taking part, is the 384th, yep. which was the first one to take off on mission number one. God. Back on the 17th of August, 1942.
0: Oh, a long war. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. The very next day, US and Soviet troops meet on the Elbe. I've been to that point, actually. Have you? Yeah, it's quite interesting. In total... 8th Air Force suffers around 28,000 killed in action, similar number POWs, 18,000 wounded, so a total of 72,000 casualties, which is 34% of those who flew. But obviously yep. that percentage has come down massively. It's yes,
0: the peak point in the second half of 1943. where and it, it, That so, autumn of
2: 1943 is definitely the nadir. No
0: and so really that uh, that raid on um, Berlin where 100th Bomber Group come back with no... No aircraft lost, no crew lost. They're standing on the shoulders of the experience yeah. and the battles fought yeah. the, the, the year, the, the, in, the, in the 18 months before that, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. and in particular, late 43, where in a way 8th Air Force has to learn the lesson that it needs fighter escort in order to then make the decision to pivot to fighter escort. Yeah. So they have to go through that in order to figure that out, which is bitter business of the ideological grip, really, that the bomber men have on the...
2: yeah. What yeah, completely. I think we should finish with Bert yes, Stiles, because there's an interesting story about him. Because after 20 missions with Sam Newton, he then has to sit out a few because new pilots are coming in. And what happens is these new pilots come in and they have to do a before they're going to be lead pilots. Yeah. They need to do a stint as second pilots. Yeah. So the second pilots on a on a on a sort of well established crew often have to sort of sit out a few. Right. And sometimes they get promoted up and take on their own. You know, if you've if you've done 20 missions, you're not going to take on your own ship because yeah. it's too disruptive to the yeah. rest of the crew. Yeah. Yeah. So he then ends up in this little kind of sort of hiatus, and eventually joins a. Um, so he does a, he sits out a couple, and does a couple more with Sam Newton. But by the time Sam Newton crew and the rest of the crew, or most of the crew, have done thirty-five missions, yeah. Starz has only done twenty-three. He then eventually joins another crew, and he finishes with with with. Four missions in five days at one point uh, where he gets 15 hours sleep in total he's absolutely knackered but his last two missions are augsburg and then completes his 35th of a long trip to, to to leipzig and it's amazing you know if you told if you'd if you had been told back in kind of october 1943 that those yeah. were your last two missions you'd think i'm never going to make them but yeah, by yeah. the summer of 1944 it's like whatever
0: yeah yeah The odds have have changed. And the interesting thing is he then writes his book
2: um, and he has an opportunity to go back to the US and become an instructor, but he doesn't. He decides to reapply and volunteer for a second tour, but this time on fighter planes. Really? Yeah. And he completes his conversion in, in, in the UK... And he gets posted to the 505th Fighter Squadron, which is part of the 339th yep. Fighter Group. One of the new, comparatively new... I mean, they're not even on the... Again, they're not a glint in the milkman's no. eye in back end of 1943, but now are kind of sort of full of old wars. It's, and, and
0: they're Mustangs.
2: And they're flying the P-51D, which That's is the, the newer version, which yeah. is coming in the summer, which is that one with the kind of bubble yeah. canopy that, yeah. you, that you and I kind of flew in. Yeah. And it's interesting looking at the, uh, the last page of Serenade of the Big Bird, because I'm not going to do the American accent this time. He goes it's summer and there is war all over the world the war has spread from normandy to Brittany, and to the american columns are swinging in towards paris there is still plenty of war in russia the same war is still going on in the islands and the sky over japan i can think about it in terms of moments and chunks and stretches of eternity measured in minutes so far i've lived through it so far the lady of luck has let me come through there is hope, as bright as the sun, that it will end soon. I hope it does. I hope to hell it does. But unfortunately, on the 26th of November 1944, he's flying his 16th mission of this second tour, and he's at around 26,000 feet over Hanover, when he gets embroiled in a dogfight. Uh, and what happens is he follows the plane down, because, you know, they're doing that by this time, so that they can strafe stuff on the way out. Uh, he shoots down the the 109, But then somehow obviously just comes in too low and and crashes in and gets killed. By the time he dies, he's he's got a DFC, Distinguished Flying Cross, Purple Heart, Air Medal of Oak Leaf Cluster, and an amazing memoir and a stack of short stories which have subsequently been published as well. And the final, final bit, the final bit of the book, the last paragraphs, it's really, really poignant because he's, he's trying to kind of make sense of the war and what it's all about. And he goes, in the end, it is only people that count. All the people in the whole world. Any land is beautiful to someone. Any land is worth fighting for to someone. So it isn't the land. It's the people. That is what the war is about, I think. Beyond that, I can't go very far. So if we can get through with this war, I'll get started. What a tragedy. God, it's terrible. But it's a brilliant book. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant yeah. book. Yeah, um, and, and one of the many that that, that fought and died with one of those twenty eight thousand that fought and died with the mighty eighth. And it and it was a mighty eighth, wasn't it? It's a well, mighty it's a mighty air force which is is as you know, like all the great armies of, of the Second World War, it's 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 been through its baptism of fire, it's been through its trials and tribulations, it's 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 face down danger
0: And central to the Allied victory. And central to the Allied victory. No no I mean no think no two ways about it. And even if the even if you know it's it's a strategic air force it it's effect is strategic there's no there's no doubt about that whether it's the strategy it um, set out with to, to have uh, uh, strategic effect with is 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 i think the sort of locus of the debate isn't it that yeah. that the, they in, in the end destroy the they destroy the the german air force the luftwaffe um, they it, they make Overlord possible. They
2: make Overlord possible. Um, and there's no question that, that despite the the extraordinary uh, contribution of Bomber Command, and you you absolutely can't deny that. When it comes to clearing the airspace over 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 Northwest Europe, Eighth Air Force has taken the lead on that, yeah. ably Bomber, supported by yeah. Bomber Command and Second Tactical yeah. Air Force and Ninth Air Force. But but, 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 but Bomber
0: but, Command Bomber Command couldn't have done that on its own. No, because because in the end you need to bring you need to bring the fighters to fight in daylight. Over over Germany, so attacking aircraft production, and then later on attacking oil is the is the thing that that brings the Germans to battle and 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 allows them to destroy them. And it's it's it is it is that thing though that that uh, and we, we keep coming back to this that the the the, the, the gear, the kit, the stuff and it is a story of gear and kit and stuff and the you know the B17 improves and they yep. electronic aids to get them into battle and to get them in, over the targets and then yep. the fighter wing improves yep. and they they finally end up with the, the absolutely ideal aircraft for the moment in the P51 yep with the with the drop tanks with the technology but it's st- in the end it's the, the hardware is one thing it's the software it's the people
2: well the, the, bert stars is absolutely right it's all about the people how those boys did it and how they got themselves into those ships and took off through a murky autumn of nineteen forty three and how anyone was persuaded I, to do it. How do you do it? I just you know, you you can only be in awe of that, can't you? I mean yeah. that that's that's that is the bottom line.
0: Thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this series of podcasts about um the Mighty Eighth, nineteen forty four obviously a year chock full of stuff, as is twenty twenty-four. Um because don't forget there's our We Have waste Festival yep. in July. Um, July 18th to the 21st, um, uh, a Black Pit brewery near Silverstone. Talks, uh, tanks, tankards, um, the company of uh, other people similarly afflicted with fascination with, with this subject. And we'll be delving deep into the event. how the... could
2: anyone not say well, this uh, subject is fascinating I mean, when you've just oh been through the story just of the 8th Air Force? Me. The swings around
0: roundabouts, the peaks are troughs. It's for just me, an this, amazing for story. For me, this starts with the, with the airfix box of the b17 yes Yes. where um it was a b17g that model kit and it was the uh uh, uh, one of those pieces no 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 it was a g it was a g what was i remember about this one of his engines is on fire on the the box art you think (laughs) what would you do that for oh god (laughs)
2: <laughs> well when you go and see Sally B, which is the only B seventeen yeah. flying in the UK, you see that they have this trick where they kind of have smoke coming out yeah. of one of the one of the engines.
0: Please don't. Thanks for listening everyone. We'll see you very soon with more nineteen forty four. Cheerio. Cheerio.
1: Hello listeners, it's Anita Arnand here from the Hanger sister podcast, Empire, which I host along with...
2: Me, William Dalrymple, and we are here to tell you about our new series on the founding fathers, the men who made America.
1: We wanted to look at the men who actually founded the country, who dreamt the dream, who wrote the words upon which a country would be born. What were they like? What made them do what they did? What did they actually believe in? And how did they come to play the role that they did in the American Revolution and the creation of America?
2: What really interested me about this was the contradictions. I mean, we expect these men to be great figures. We've seen the portraits in the galleries.
0: We, we know the faces from the banknotes. But they're deeply complex figures. But in that, and in that blend of contradiction and intellectual power and writing genius and curiosity and raw ability, lies the nuance and complexity that allows
2: us to understand them. And the United States is in many ways a reflection of them. their beliefs, their experiences.
1: These are the men who wrote the Constitution. These are the men who created the federal system in every way. They are totally fundamental to what American politics looks like today. It
0: all goes back to this extraordinary group of men.
1: Yeah, and they have rip roaring yarns as well, let me tell you. So if you want to know why America is the way it is and who the men were who made it, you can listen by searching Empire wherever you get your podcasts.